Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Hey, this is Donnie Hillier from Trauma, and you're listening to Mark Striegel on Talking Metal. Horns up, headbangers. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast home of all things hard rock and heavy metal. I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. Now, let's get things started with the Talking Metal theme song, written by Rob Halford, Metal Mike, and Roy Z. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Talking Metal. My name is Mark Striegel, and this is a podcast that's been around since 2005. Started by myself and John Astronomy Ostrowski. He's the uh, guy who currently manages Ace Freely. And, um, you know, he's not quite uh, the partner that he used to be back in the day. You guys know all that. I've kind of taken the reins here, but he is still definitely an important part of the show, and he he is here co-hosting with me, you know, on every, maybe every fourth episode or so. And he will be back to co-host an interview I did with um, Eddie Ojeda coming up on the very next episode. Eddie, of course, known for his great work with Twisted Sister. And when I say co-host, he'll be talking about um, some experiences with Eddie and, and whatnot. And then I do the actual interview. It's a great one, guys. Please stay tuned for that. Any Twisted Sister fans, you got to hear this one. It's coming up. Going to try to get that to you in less than a week, hopefully in a few days. 
On today's episode, we have Donnie from Trauma. Now, Trauma is a band with just crazy history, and we've had Donnie on numerous times before, and he's gone into the the deep history of that band. And, you know, we, we definitely go back into the history this time, but we also just get an update from him as to what is currently happening with, with Trauma, which there is a lot happening. And if you don't know Trauma's old catalog, like the, the, the stuff they did back in the day, do yourself a favor and go check it out. I mean, this is a band that just has so much great stuff. Uh, Scratch and Scream was a great record that was released by Mike Varney. Mike Varney, of course, had his shrapnel label and uh, brought us all the great shredders like Ingve and Vinnie Moore and Tony McAlpine. But he uh, he also brought us this band, Trauma, back in the day. And of course, predating that record, Cliff Burton was in the band. And you can on the early trauma stuff totally hear his his style you know the style that became a big part of metallica's sound was a part of the early trauma sound so uh yeah we'll get into that interview with donnie from trauma shortly very saddened to hear about david z we had him on the show back in 2009 when he was promoting his band's tv show it was called Z-Rock, and it was on IFC, a station that a year or so later I ended up working at, maybe two years later. Uh, I, I didn't know David super well. He knew a lot of my friends really well. David was playing drums with Adrenaline Mob. They were in a horrific accident. I think they were trying to change a tire on their RV, and a semi hit them. Mike Orlando of Adrenaline Mob is definitely a friend of mine, and I, it's Saturday morning right now, I'm very anxious to hear how he's doing. He is the great guitar player of Adrenaline Mob, and you can uh, see, if you go on YouTube, I did a, uh, a show for VH1 with him, uh, online show, That Metal Gear was called, and I host that show, and we go through all Mike's gears, and I just hope Mike's alright, and just devastated by this news about david z and you know he and his brother had that band z rock zo2 the tv show was z rock and in more recent years he's been playing with adrenaline mob you know god uh you know adrenaline mob lost their drummer of twisted sister fame aj peril and now david z the bassist of adrenaline mob has been lost very, very, I, I, this band, I just don't see how they can endure much more. It's tragic, it's sad, I'm, I'm definitely uh, very sad about it. I'm, I'm very anxious to hear about the condition of Mike Orlando and, and Russell, of course, too. I don't know Russell, but yeah, just just terrible. And, and you know what, let's all go to iTunes. I know everyone streams stuff now. People don't pay to download anymore. But let's just do this for Adrenaline Mob. Let's go to iTunes and, and download one of their songs today. I think that would be that would be a very cool thing to do. Um, right now, I'm going to play a song here by Adrenaline Mob. This is Chasing Dragons. Look at yourself Face to face through the cracks And you wanna chase the dragon Wanna taste that drug and feel that rush again 
Adrenaline Mob, the song Chasing Dragons. Let's go buy that on iTunes, support these guys. That's a new Adrenaline Mob. And uh, Russell Allen on vocals, Mike Orlando on guitars. We hope you guys are all right. David Z, the late David Z on bass. Tragic. Tragic stuff. Jordan on drums. We hope uh, Jordan... Russell and Mike, we're wishing you all a speedy and safe recovery. Saturday morning, we're still desperate for info on what's up with you guys and how you're how you're doing physically. Um, Eddie Trunk mentioned on his website last night that you would 
be okay. So we'll have to take Eddie's word for that. And uh, what a loss for David C., who, of course, was a guest on Talking Metal in 2009 when he was promoting his band's TV show. That band was ZO2 that he had with his brother. Uh, I know John knew these guys really well, John John Ostrowski, and uh, you know, definitely a part of this rock scene in the New York, New Jersey area, Bumblefoot and Art of Anarchy and all those guys definitely tied in quite quite tight with the ZO2, Z-Rock guys. David Z, tremendous loss to the rock community here in New Jersey and New York City. Uh, not only here, I mean just internationally, a tremendous loss. This is a little ZO2. Then we'll get into my stuff with Donnie from Trauma. This is Temptation by ZO2.
What you just heard was a little temptation by ZO2 featuring the late David Z on bass. Tragic news. All right, let's change gears here and talk about some happier stuff. That is new trauma music. I am completely psyched that one of my favorite bands, Trauma, is back. These guys are so underrated. If I mean, and they have such a long, rich history with great music going way back to the early 80s. If you don't know Trauma, Cliff Burton's first band before Metallica, you need to do yourself a favor and, and educate yourself to the band that has, again, just such an amazing history from... You know, I mean, Mike Varney, the guy who discovered Engve, discovered these guys. Kind of, you know, uh, you know, Brian Brian, Brian Sagel from Metal Blades had them on the first. Uh, had all, maybe he discovered them, depending on how you look at it. You know, um, because they were on one of those first Metal Massacre records. Such a crazy great history, and I still feel like there's so many people that don't know this band. So do yourself a favor and rediscover their past. And get ready for their future, because they have great music on the way. One track's out. We're going to hear it right now. The Rage by Trauma. Brand new Trauma. Then we'll get into my interview with Donnie from Trauma. Hey, it's Mark Striegel of the Talking Metal Podcast, and checking in with us for, I think, the third time, Donnie Hillier from Trauma. Donnie, how are you? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you doing? Uh, I'm great. You know, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I go into my uh, Talking Metal 
email account, and it, I usually am just bombarded by emails from from publicists, which most of them get deleted before I even open them. But there, there was one from from the respected Metal Maria, who's uh, had just such a long heavy metal history, and sure enough, she's emailing me that Trauma are back with a new single, which she sent me. It's up on SoundCloud, and it's called The Rage. Man, great, great stuff, Donnie. I I wanted to just kind of catch up with you because it's been a while since the last record came out, and I wanted to get an update from you on this new song. And also, I think you have at least one new member, one new member, so I want to hear about him, too. Let's start with with the new song. Is is this uh, something off a full-length record that may be on the way? That, yes, it is. It's the uh, it's the first song we completed off of an album that we're working on now, and uh, you know, knowing that we'll be you know finishing songs and recording, and um, and that takes a bit of time. We wanted to get the new song out in conjunction with announcing that we had a new member of the band, and uh, and so. Our management reached out to Metal Maria, who's the best in the business, and um, coordinated this TR release along with a song to listen to so that people could hear what the uh, the new lineup for Trauma is going to sound like, or does sound like. Right on. So, again, the, who who actually is the, the new bassist again? Um, Greg Christian, formerly of Testament. Cool. And have you known Greg a while? Like, how did how did he fall into the trauma fold? You know, I haven't known Greg for very long. Um, just since he decided to join the band, um, he does have a connection to one of our guitarists, uh, Steve Rabello, who played with um, Chuck Billy and Steve Zetrasuza in Dublin Death Patrol. And so they, they have a connection. They go back um, many years. Um, I've seen Testament, of course, and Greg had seen Trauma, but we really didn't know each other. Um, so the connection was some, some mutual friends and Steve Robello and uh, had been, you know, talking to Greg about that it would be a really good combination to hook him up with our band Trauma. We all come from you know, the same history, San Francisco Bay Area thrash metal scene, and it just seemed like a really good fit for each other. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. And just to remind us, you know, Greg on bass, uh, you mentioned on guitar, Steve on guitar, uh, yourself, Donnie Hillier on vocals. Who else rounds out the band? Um, Chris Gustafson. Uh, who goes back back to um, early trauma days. He's the drummer on the Scratch and Scream album. He's the drummer on the um, Rapture and Rap album that came out in 2015. Um, and we also have another recent addition of the band. He's, he's been in the band since early this year, and that's Joe Fraulub, who used to play with Danzig oh, and cool. also had his own band, yeah, his own band called Deconstruct. So um, we're back to a two-guitar band and, you know, more more of the classic uh, trauma sound. Okay. And 
you know, you guys had, what was the last record? That wasn't that long ago. Was it two, three years ago at this point? Yeah, yeah, it was in 2015, and it was okay. called Rapture and Rap. Now, now, how will the new record, which this song, The Rage, is going to come off of, how will it differ from, from The Rapture? It's going to be a lot different, really. Um, uh, more guitar work. Um, the Rapture and Rap lineup was, was four of us, you know, a power trio with, with me out front. And so this is, this will be more guitar work. Right. Um, the songs are a bit are a bit more complex. Um, the last album was was a little bit hybrid metal hard rock um, because our guitarist and the person I, I um, co-wrote the songs with that was more his his style, Kurt Fry. And uh, this is just you know you can you can tell from the Rage song this is more classic metal. Um, classic metal with more modern sound to it. Right. So the songs will be little, uh, like I said, um, more moving parts to the songs. Um, a lot of double kick drum. Greg Christian is a really creative, um, powerful bass player. He brings an awful lot. He really completes our sound. So it, it will be very different, Mark. And, and where are you at in terms of the recordings? You have this one song, The Rage is Done. It's up on SoundCloud and Spotify. Is, is the rest of the record completed and ready to go, or do you still have a, more work to do on it? No, no, no we have work to do. Um, we, have, uh, the, we have drums recorded for the next two songs. Rhythm guitars are being recorded. Today, tomorrow, uh, rhythm tracks. Um, Greg will add his bass parts to the next two songs. So we're kind of doing them a few songs at a time. Um, I'd say the music is mostly written, but the band members all have to put their stamp on the songs. um, And, you know, arrangements have to be decided on. There's a lot of the songs I need to write the lyrics for. And so, but the shell of the songs are, are um, I'd say we're about three quarters of the way done with what songs we'll be recording. Cool. And, you know, you, you guys have such an amazing history and I know we've covered a lot of it before when you've been on the the show before. But one thing I read in the release that Metal Maria sent out, which I, I don't know about, and I did a quick search and I didn't come across it, but tell us about the song, the, the I believe it's The Warlock, and the video for that song, which you shot before Cliff Burton left the band to join Metallica. If you guys don't know, this is Trauma. Donnie's band is is the band where, where Cliff started before going to, to Metallica. And apparently, according to this release, correct me if I'm wrong, there is a video of you guys playing the song The Warlock with Cliff Burton. True or false? That's right. Yeah, that's true. Where, where is it? Is it on YouTube? I think it probably is, yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it for quite some time, but I, I'm sure it is. Okay. And that, yeah, that's probably the only place it is. I, I'm not sure. There's there's another song with it. Um, this was done in the early '80s, remember? And so there's 
you know, that was a time when every band kind of had their, their power ballad. So there's a, another song, uh, another video called Woman Be Gone um, with it. But, uh, but yeah. Are um, these just videos of you guys I, playing the song, or are they like conceptual music videos? Um, a, little, a little bit um, conceptual as well. There was like a, like a, it was done on a sound stage in a studio down in California, uh, Southern California, LA area. And, um, it was, it was just kind of, uh, our manager had this, had this vision of, you know, there, there are like crosses and a couple of women chained to crosses. And he, <laughs> nice. he I was like see this. way, yeah, he was really over the top. Um, uh, English, Englishman, pretty over the top. And the truth is the band was, kind of reluctant to do it. Um, and he kind of, he kind of talked us into it, uh, because what we didn't know was, you know, we showed up to do what we think is a video of us, of us playing. And there's, you know, these film crews and, and some actresses and props and all that kind of thing. And it was, it was kind of, <laughs> it was kind of an interesting moment. Um, I would say, the band, after shooting the video, uh, I'd say the band rebelled, and we started putting a little distance between our manager. It's not wow. really what we wanted to do. Wow. Now, another thing besides, besides Cliff Burton that you have in common with Metallica is you were kind of introduced to the world via the Metal Blade Records, Metal Massacre, I believe you guys were on Metal Massacre 2, any memories right. of getting that slot? Like, like how, how did it happen? Did you have to mail a tape? How do you get a slot? I mean, that was a coveted spot. Everyone wanted a, a spot on the Metal Massacre records. How did Trauma end up scoring that position on the Metal Massacre 2 album? Well, it was, it was the work of this manager I was just telling you about. Oh, okay. uh, his name was Tony Van Litt. And he was, yeah, he was quite a mover and a shaker. And, and, uh, he didn't hesitate to, to promote the band, um, all over California. And he opened some doors and he also got in, uh, in trouble with some, with some promoters and organizers. Hmm. Um, people, people liked him or they didn't like him. It was, it was really quite a ride. And so he made that connection with, with Brian Slagle. That was, that was all about him. Was he working that with other bands up. too, or just you guys? Just us. Um, that was, uh, the first song any of us had ever recorded. Um, I don't know this, but I'm going to venture a guess. It was the first time any of us were in a commercial recording studio. Wow. Uh, when we did, when we did such a shame and, you know, turn, Tony turned around and, and, um, you know, worked out, worked out, a contract with Brian Seidel. So then the, the music video for The Warlock and, and the other song, that came after your appearance on Metal Massacre. Yes, yes, it did, yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, we did... Tony actually built his own recording studio in Concord, California, which is a suburb of Oakland. And so we... We um, spent a lot of time out there because we had free recording time. No commercial recordings ever came out of that, but we kind of learned how to 
how to work in the studio. And that was, you know, all the original lineup. Um, I mean, we actually had, had slept on the floor, you know, of the, of the studio and sleeping bags a few weekends, that kind of thing. It was just, you know, I mean, it was like going to Disneyland for us. I mean, we had a studio with unlimited time. Um, but again, no commercial recordings came out of that. We also did a lot of, a lot of trips down to Southern California. Um, we did some other videos that I don't even know where they are. Uh, you know, Tony may have taken them, but, but there were other videos, uh, concert style videos of us playing on soundstage and, you know, that like to say concert style straight ahead. No, no, seeing anything like that. Donnie, um, hello. I lost you. Oh. Oh, yep. Do you have me now? Yeah, yeah, you're back now. You you said you said something about concerts and then you said that had no and then you cut out for a minute. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, sorry. I was saying that we did a lot of recording um at Tony's own studio, but none of them were commercial recordings that, that ever, you know, came out. Um, and then we did a number of uh, videos down in L.A. on various um, sound stages, not concept videos, but more like concert-style videos. Right. But I don't know who has them, and I've never seen them for decades. Wow, crazy stuff. Now, now I know we've covered your, you know, Mike Varney, and we've we've done a lot of your history before. But I, I did before mm-hmm. we kind of move off the past. I did want to ask you a question, one last question about Cliff. Um, that yeah. is probably one you haven't gotten before. But a, as a kid, when Metallica came out, you know, you had Lars, Kirk, and and James, and they had at that time what I would consider a very kind of, you know, street look, modern, uh, you know, whatever year we're talking, 83, 84. They had, they had a look that felt like the 80s, not, not like Rat or Motley Crue, like over the top, but, you know, they had the long hair, the denim jackets, the denim and leather and, and, and that, that type of, of look. However, Cliff always kind of had this more oddball look where his hair was more almost a seventies look about him, which guys to the younger kids in, in 1983, 84 to go around wearing bell bottoms and having almost, you know, more straight hair. That was not a cool look. That was kind of almost a, a dorky look. You were out of, you were out of style. You were out of fashion. And I'm not talking, again, about like the, the glam metal fashion. I'm just talking that that was kind of a, 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 a style that had been left behind in the 70s. But Cliff still seemed to be embracing that, that style. And, and was that just uh, an F you from him to, to the fashion world and he just didn't give a shit or, or did he prefer the more the seventies look than over the eighties look? I told you it was going to be a weird question, but <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's an interesting question and no, that was, that was authentic clip. That's just, you know, that's how he dressed. And I don't know that he put a lot of thought into it. You know, it's just, uh, um, he wasn't into wearing spandex, uh, you know, leather, all that kind of thing. And yeah, he was, he was totally denim jacket and bell bottom Levi's. 
right. they were Balvin and Levi's, you know, right. and, and that was his look. And um, yeah, like I say, just authentic Cliff and the hair and all of that. And uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of had his own thing going on and didn't didn't care what what people thought or what other people were doing. For sure. Yeah. That's that's right. For sure. You know, he wasn't. Uh, there was nothing pretentious about him. He was really, really a straight shooter, a cool guy, and um, yeah, he was he was just for real. You know. Now, when he went off to join Metallica, and they finally got the. Uh, the Kill 'Em All record out when when you put that record on and heard it or and somebody played it for you and you heard the song, uh, you know, Anesthesia, the Pulling Teeth song, it, that that was strikingly similar to something he did with you guys a, a couple years before. Did you scratch your head a little bit and 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 think, wow, he he kind of took what he was doing with us and now he's doing it there? Like, how did you feel about that specific song? Oh, not at all. That was that was his sound. I mean, he, you know, he he was. I don't know if anybody did it before Cliff, but you know, he was the first um, bassist that I ever saw with a you know with a wah pedal, and and that was you know that I mean that sound belonged to him. So yeah, that was that was yeah totally cool. Um, I totally understood you know the evolution of, of that and. Uh, I never even really thought about that, other you know, other than, yeah, that's Cliff doing his solo. Right on. So moving forward, you got the the album that will be coming out at some point. Any exact date set yet for for the album's release? <clears throat> you know, we just we just talked about that yesterday, and we felt like um, like late October. Um, was going to be pushing it, and then we, you know the clock would be ticking. So I think what we agreed—I well, I know what we agreed as of yesterday—was we would shoot for um, a first quarter release, 2018. So you know, there's a lot of moving parts to putting out an album, and and um, so this way, you know, we can really, you know, spend some serious time on it and evaluate, and you know, have it just just the way we want it. Awesome. That's great. And you will definitely be coming back on talking metal. When, when that comes out, we want to talk to you all about the new record. Once we've, we've heard it once it's released or either right before it's released. Uh, again, longtime fan of this band guys trauma. They're still out there doing it. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad about that. I mean, how hard is it nowadays to be a band out there trying to make music it, it it really has to, this isn't something I would imagine you guys make tons of money off of. It has to be more uh, something you just love and believe in more than anything else, right? That's definitely it. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, um, it's loving doing it, you know? I mean, loving being at rehearsal, um, hearing a, a guitar player's ideas for the first time and, you know, watching a song, um, develop, uh, you know, being part of a song, developing everything, you know, playing a gig, talking to, talking to fans. Yeah. If you, if you don't love it, um, that's, that's a reason for living right. to a musician. Well, you, you know, you're a musician, you're still playing, right? 
Uh, yes, not, not quite as much as I was, but, but it, it's funny, you know, I, I just was recently talking to my friend and I was like, we gotta, we gotta start playing again more cause it's in our blood, you know, and we want to do it. And there's no dream at this point that, you know, Hey, we're going to be rock stars one day. I mean, I'm 47 years old, but you know, and that's almost a relief because now I, I feel like I want to play music because it's in me, you know, and, and, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's a passion. Yeah, I mean, when you when you put yourself on the shelf, if you ever do, you know, for a period of time, something's not quite right, you know, and <laughs> I, I do anyway, and uh, I know musicians I, I play with, you know, if, if you're not active, something's just not complete, and so, yeah, so it's, it, it is definitely, um, you know, as, as the philosophers would say, it's, it's the journey, you know, it's, it's the whole, the whole, um, just the whole spectrum of, of being a musician. And, uh, so yeah, we, we love it. We love doing it for that. Hey, Donnie, is the song up on iTunes? I know in the release Maria sent out, it says it's on Spotify and SoundCloud. Is it also on iTunes? Can you purchase it on iTunes? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, you can. Yeah, it is on iTunes and uh, also on Napster. Um, cool. Great. And yeah, so those, those are the services I know about. Yeah. Cool. Well, we encourage the listeners to go out and download the track or stream it on SoundCloud or Spotify. And you guys yeah, are that'd online be, that'd, at that'd... F- facebook.com slash trauma USA. We'll have that link through today's show notes. And I'm sorry, were you going to say something else, Tony? Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, yeah. Let's do it. However, however you like, you know, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, and um, yeah, enjoy it. And we'll be thinking about you and writing more songs for you to listen to. We do have um, a new website, uh, official dot com. Kind of a long, long name for it, but uh, that's what was agreed on. So. Again, that's TraumaThrashOfficial.com. TraumaThrashOfficial.com. We'll have that link through the show notes. And uh, on today's uh, today's episode, you just go to TalkingMetal.com. Go to this episode. It's in the Talking Metal section. We'll have pictures of trauma up. We'll have all these links that you're hearing about all listed right there. We'll even probably have a link over to the the song on soundcloud and or itunes the song again is the rage the new song by trauma we're talking with donnie hillier on this episode of talking metal donnie thanks so much mark thank you it's good to talk to you again i look forward to talking to you after the album's out i have to meet face to face on a trip to the east coast that'd be fantastic absolutely thanks so much donnie have a good night thanks again mark you too bye now
Bringing the House Down by Trauma, going way back to 1984 off Shrapnel Records' release. Uh, that album was called Scratch and Scream. Again, that song right there, Bringing, Bringing, Bringing the House Down by Trauma. Buy that on iTunes. All right. I want to thank you guys for joining me here on Talking Metal. Stay tuned on the very next episode for my interview with Eddie Ojeda of Twisted Sister. We'll talk to you next time. Please show some support. Download the music that we played on today's episode or listen to it on Spotify. When I say download it, do it legally on iTunes, please, or on Amazon. Use our Amazon links to make all your Amazon purchases. That helps us out. You guys have been great with that. Please continue doing it. Send me a PayPal donation. Uh, I set up that Patreon thing, too, if you want to do that. I'm still trying to kind of figure that all out, but a couple of you, of you have already signed on to that, so I appreciate that. Anything we can do to kind of get things going here and uh, offset the losses that, that this podcast cost me each month. Hey, it's a hobby. It's fun. I enjoy doing it. I don't mind spending some money on it. But I do have this dream that one day it might break even. And we've gotten close in the past. Let's try to get there again. Donations. My PayPal account is striegelmark at gmail.com. That's S-T-R-I-G-L-M-A-R-K at gmail.com. Again, the Amazon links, which you can get through the site, talkingmetal.com. You just go to talkingmetal.com. Then you link over to Amazon and Buy your, your purchases, whatever, diapers, you know, your Amazon Fresh order, buy some vinyl, buy some clothes, buy whatever the hell you need to buy. It doesn't have to be anything related to music or talking metal, video games, go buy a new TV. Just go to our site first and link over and, and we, get, we get a cut back. Listen, Amazon is exploding. Everyone uses Amazon. I know you guys use Amazon. So please... If you've never done it before, go to TalkingMetal.com and just use our Amazon links to get you over to Amazon before you make that purchase. All right? I appreciate that. Thanks, guys. To take us out, uh, my kid's screaming in the back. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, Six-year-old Granty, Grant Striegel. Uh, Friend me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. i got two Twitter accounts, Talking Metal and Striegel. Uh, I'm on Instagram. John's on Instagram. Emily Striegel's on Instagram. Check out Victor Ruiz. He helps out with the site. And he's on Twitter. He's got the Mars Attacks podcast. Show him some love. Go subscribe to that on iTunes. Joe Becht has been helping out with writing on TalkingMetal.com. You can check him out on Twitter. He's on Twitter. Great guy. Looking forward to meeting him in person next week in New Jersey. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Mitch LaFawn. You can always check Mitch and I out on the podcast called Metal Raps. Subscribe to that on iTunes and leave us a review on iTunes for Metal Raps. We don't have many reviews of Metal Raps. Cool, guys. See you next time. What should I do to take us out? More trauma? I guess so, right? This is such a shame. Again, this is trauma. Going back to 1984.